You're listening to DraftKings Network. Cooligans in the first segment, we got Handshake Gate, the hand, the non-handshake heard round the world. Oh yeah! <laughs> and also, there's there's people claiming that they're gully out here. There's people all over England flying around claiming that they're gully, and we have to really determine how gully they actually are. We're about to mask on, mask off, <laughs> see if they're really that gully. And in the U.S. men's national team rosters are out. And, oh, boy, Alexis is angry. Oh, always. In the second segment, we talked to Aaron Dolores of, I'm sorry, Aaron Dolores, right? Because not Latino, of Black Arrow, Black Arrow FC. They've got this cool documentary that's out right now while you're listening to this on their YouTube channel. But he's stopping in. We're going to show you. We're going to play a clip for you. We're going to talk to him a little bit about Black, what exactly Black Arrow is and why do they throw the dopest parties. Exactly. All that this. and more and on this episode <laughs> of the Cooligans. Hey, this is Alexi Lawless. There is nobody in U.S. soccer that is more important than the Cooligans. Hey, everybody, real quick, we just want to break into the show to mention the winner. The winner. Of the FIFA 19 retweet contest. That's right. I know people here, maybe you're listening to the show for the first time. Maybe that this is how you found out about us. Uh, but this is, this is, this should be your favorite podcast going forward. And But we did want to announce uh, who won the FIFA 19 giveaway. Really uh, excited to give this away. That's right. Uh, we, and- got a, uh, we got a, a very big t- uh, Timbers fan. Here, T- uh, Timbers, yeah, RCTID. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Okay. For whatever reason, I, I'm looking at the profile and I see a Sounders kit up. There. Well, what his banner is actually Trump in a Sounders kit <laughs> and Obama <laughs> in a Timbers kit. So, okay, so I can I think we know where he lies. I think, yeah, uh, <laughs> I, said, well, I don't know where does he lie. Yeah, well, well, he was at Desert Corp, so I think he's been in the in the armed forces. Okay. Dog enthusiast, Mount Bachelor Brigade, travel manager. Okay, uh, like, come on, but he's from Arizona, ladies and gentlemen. The winner is Colin, also known as at Cascadia Colin. Cascadia Colin, congratulations uh, for winning FIFA 19. Uh, hit us up, uh, soccercoolings at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to uh, let us know which... Uh, you how know, to get it to you. How to get it to you and which uh, which system, what platform you want it for. Uh, please do that. So congratulations if uh, for whatever reason you don't. Uh, maybe you don't listen to this part. Maybe you didn't hear this. Yeah. Uh, but, maybe you just saw this on your feed and were like, I'll retweet it. <laughs> but we will make sure we contact you. But you follow us. So make sure uh, you, you shoot us an email, soccercooligans at gmail.com. Let us know you're you. We'll figure out a way for you to prove that. And, uh, yeah, and uh, we'll, we'll send you uh, the game. Congrats. All right. Congratulations, uh, Cascadia Colin. And one th- one other thing I did want to, especially speaking of Portland, because uh, a correction from last week. Because yes. we were talking about the NWSL final, and we were talking about uh, the, the player on North Carolina Courage who – was uh, getting booed because getting of her booed. anti-gay. Anti-gay. And I, when we said that it was... Well, Lynn, you said. I, we said. Yeah. No, no. I, oh, I've now, taken a lot of crap. Now the rules work for now. Now all of a sudden, I'm uh, right. But I did say Lynn Williams was the one that was getting booed. It was not Lynn Williams. It was Jaylene Hinkle. Yes. So I wanted to amend the... <laughs> because we want to be accurate with who we're booing. We're sorry. And who we are. We are apologized. All apologies to Lynn Williams. You are a great human being. Now your teammate, Jaylene Hinkle... She's to work she got, got, some stuff she got a couple on. issues that she needs to sort out <laughs> all right now let's get to the show yeah baby hello welcome back hello okay 
we're yeah. still it's still Hispanic Heritage Month for the next eight <laughs> months. Okay, yeah, it's not ended. Thank you so much. We, I I I like that we're in, this this Hispanic Heritage Month has been a little bit more special than past Hispanic Heritage Absolutely, Months yeah. that span two months. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> so the, just because I feel like uh, it, it's I don't know even I don't know as a Latino right. right I feel Are you? Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, I sound, I, think, I sound pretty Jewish, I know, yeah. but... <laughs> I think our, our fans have never never heard us speak of being Latino before. No, but I feel like uh, the more we put it out into the world, the more people are like, oh, cool, I like that you guys are that, and right. talking about that, and talking about it Again, we got, in this way. We got people in North Ireland saying, Dimelo, <laughs> Indique. We're changing the world. Okay, all right. <laughs> We're spreading the, the good message of Dominican. Dominican slang. We got Dominicans scoring in Spain and not the way they normally would (laughs) with other people's girlfriends. This is actually, we're letting the Argentinians do that in Atlanta. You don't have to throw Dominicans under the bus that hard, man. (laughs) Are you kidding me? (laughs) If there was a mattress under the bus, they'd all be under there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're perfectly monogamous if we choose to be. If you choose to be. It goes against the culture, but nonetheless. And by the way, there's a lot of pressure, you know, know, machismo. And a lot of stuff. You only have one girlfriend. Well, you're basically gay. You yeah. know, <laughs> it's a very yeah. tough culture. You lock it up, <laughs> go to the farm. And shouts to us for coming up with DR7. How did no one come up with that? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, they really missed. Dropped the ball. They really dropped the ball. The, the Spanish DR7. DR7. That is the greatest nickname <laughs> of all time. We got to find a way to get that information to him. Okay, cool. Uh, well, I, we'll, I'll relay it through one of his 18 girlfriends. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> See. <laughs> Or maybe uh, one of their husbands. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to... This is a soccer podcast. We swear it is. We haven't even mentioned the word once. Uh, uh, we are the Cooligans. We are your favorite stand-up comedians who host the soccer podcast. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Is, it is not only the funniest soccer podcast that no. you've ever heard of. It, it is, is the funniest soccer podcast that's right. that they've ever heard of, for I mean, sure. It is. It's not only. It's not exclusively. No, it's, uh, there's, it's more than that, but it 100% <laughs> certainly is okay, that. Okay, we are multi-dimensional. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're also multi-Dominican. It's a very... <laughs> we're okay, we're layered. Similar. All right. <laughs> we're like an onion. Okay, it's tres leches. <laughs> yes, that's right. here. We're like cuatro leches, you know, when they put that funky stuff on the top. <laughs> or maybe sometimes mango in there. Mm. Now we're talking. Well, we're not just the funniest soccer podcast. We also happen to be the gulliest soccer that's podcast. That's right. We keep it real all day. Gang, gang. Bang, bang. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm excited about today. You are you were just in Atlanta. As you can tell. I, I clearly, clearly, I suck I suck at home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you were there for the Red Clay Comedy Festival. How yeah. did that go, Alexis? Red Clay Comedy Festival was amazing. Thank you to all the fans that showed up. Uh, Atlanta United was a sponsor of the festival this year. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, yeah. By the way, I don't even think they need to do anything. Their flags are everywhere anyway. <laughs> Every, I mean, people already have tattoos yeah. on their body. They are already a marketing yeah. campaign for the, the team. The city of Atlanta is sponsored by Atlanta United already. <laughs> so the festival was just like, why don't we just... I don't know. Focus on the one flag that they can see here, <laughs> as opposed to the uh, the seventeen other behind. So they gave all the headliners, which I was not one of. Uh, Janine Garofalo, Joe DeRosa, and Ron Funches. Uh, Joe DeRosa recorded his album there. It's going to be great. Uh, it's a really cool. Did it at the Earl over in East Atlanta Village. Okay, yeah, so they that. gave the three of them um, a cool little gift pack, which you see here, and one of the King Peach jerseys with their names on the back. Yeah, right. And when they found out that I was going. They gave me one too. Look at that. How awesome is that? Thank you so much. Uh, Come on. Atlanta United. Atlanta United. Pretty cool of them. By the way, let me just say this. Go for it. 
You and I have been season ticket holders <laughs> and fans of a very specific team here in New York City, the only one that plays within the five boroughs of New York City. Let me say this. We have had to sit there as our friends have been invited to the to the, to the the owner's box and been given the customized <laughs> I mean, jerseys. We, that's true. Well, well, we were invited once to the box. Remember, we watched the FC Dallas game a year ago. By a by a front <laughs> office person, not by the team, okay? That, that Which is, we took that great advantage true. of, and thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, that was great, too. So. It was awesome. Better way to watch them with the fans. I mean, you sit down, there's free food. <laughs> you know, honestly, I love the supporters I, section, but I, I actually prefer the supporters section. I mean, maybe but, I'm just a little bit fancier. Than, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, but my point is we've had to sit there as our friends, Jermaine Fowler and Andrew Schultz and Christy Stefano and, and a couple more. other comedians. Yeah. yeah. Sat there and they got their customized Jersey with their name on the back. And I'm like, man, that's awesome. <laughs> These people that probably didn't even watch the game, know nothing about soccer, got invited because okay. I don't know, maybe there's a little bit of social media buzz, but us who are pushing this game forward and right. working to market I'm it. your pusher. Yeah, right. That's right. us. We out here grinding <laughs> and, and, and nothing. All right. We get, All right. Hold on a second. We get, re, we get asked to do some stuff recently. That's pretty cool. Okay. Right. It, it went a little viral, which is pretty dope. Oh, that's cool. All I'm saying is a team we have no affiliation with. <laughs> recognizes our talent and hits us up with a All jersey. All right, Alexis, this is okay. Clearly, you're a little offended by it. I'm not. I'm not offended. I'm like. I'm, I'm not, just saying. Let's put it all out. Let's put all our cards do, on the table. Do we need to pull it all out? <laughs> do I we? mean, I'm not trying to be Louis C.K. I'm just saying. I'm just saying here, a team that we have no affiliation with. Okay. Look, I, I, look. I just. I just These want, are facts. I, they are facts. I'm just saying. Look, I, I'm, I'm a fan of the team, and I, I just want to support. I'm not expecting anything. So oh, me neither. I'm <laughs> just saying. Look, now that it's here, <laughs> it's just that when other teams show acknowledgement, it just seems a little odd, right? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but it's it's fine. I, I don't want to feel. I don't want it anyone. Just as soon as I got it, I'm like, yo, this is really cool. I wish this was a jersey of a team I supported. It's it's almost like if you you get a gift and then and then it's like, uh, well, you know, I I also I asked my dad for this as well. I needed, yeah. and it's just like, are you my dad? <laughs> Imagine being a kid and the neighbor family gets you better Christmas gifts. Yeah, and you're just like, I mean, I guess I gotta live here. Now. You know, I, mean, I don't know what to tell you. I guess I'm done with this family. <laughs> I mean, I can't take this PlayStation and plug it in over there. I gotta keep it here. So I'm gonna be spending more of my time here. So. Okay, I'm glad you did have a good time. Though. I had a great time. Thank you to Atlanta United. By the way, we're going to be giving this away. We got to figure out how we're going to give it away. What the, the? Well, I'm keeping the jersey for sure. <laughs> but we got magnets. your name on it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're going to put that up on our studio when we officially have one. But uh, you know, we got uh, the little flag over there. We got the cup. We got the uh, the two koozies, which I saw people actually use for the first time in my life. Uh, we got magnet stickers. You never seen anybody use a koozie? No, I never actually. <laughs> I've seen koozies before. People have handed it to me. I'm like, thank you so much. <laughs> Right in the garbage. Right in the trash. Look at this squishy thing I'm going to throw in the garbage. It's really cool. And uh, we got this little uh, Lady United bag. So if you want to win this, we'll figure it out. Maybe we'll do uh, the funniest review. That people leave on our uh, okay, sure, yes, and so and uh, speaking of that, but, oh, before uh, I, even I mean, get to the it's review, it's like I'm a professional. I mean, it's like, almost uh, <laughs> not exactly. <laughs> but did you hear? It's uh, speaking of Atlanta. Did you hear that they uh, officially voted to uh, take that? There was a, there was an avenue called Confederate Avenue, and they uh, are removing it, and it's going to be changed to United Avenue now. Beautiful. So apparently, uh, I, I saw this. Uh, I, I forgot. His, uh, one of the guys who tweeted this. Well, the guys on um, uh, 92.3, I think. The, 92.9. 92.9. The, uh, the game, right? The one of the. Which we were on. Jason Longshore. Uh, what's it? Oh, I forgot the other guy's name. Mike something? Uh, I hate that I forgot. But he tweeted that at some point there's going to be an intersection between Atlanta 
like Atlanta Street and United Avenue. So Atlanta United literally is sponsoring. Yeah. It's a hundred percent sponsored. <laughs> There's gonna be Joseph Martinez yeah. Way and yeah. Julian Gressel Drive <laughs> at some point. <laughs> so forget all the other street names. We're gonna be taking over. The, the Atlanta Falcons are gonna be an afterthought yeah, of that city. Like, oh, you hear we're getting a Shake Shack. Yeah, they opened it at Joseph staring at the fan <laughs> street. <laughs> so it's only a matter of time, uh, everybody. So uh so speaking of reviews, it's always very helpful when People leave us great uh, iTunes reviews, five stars. Oh, it's the best. Uh, helps more people hear about the show. Uh, we've been getting some really, really fun ones uh, uh, just recently, and uh, I wanted to read one. This one's very. I'm going to read two, but this one is very, very concise, but to the point, and speaks directly to to anyone who might be interested in this show or what this show is about. Should I or should I not? This answers. This it. is the answer. So this is uh, this is from Cole D. Robeson, uh, <laughs> and. Uh, it, Great medicine, by the way. Whenever you have <laughs> chest cold, yeah. get yourself some moldy Robeson. Get, get me the Robeson. Um, uh, it, so he goes, uh, it's from Coldy Robeson and just five stars. And the the title of the review is just says my, just the word M-Y, just my. My, my, my. <laughs> and then the, the subject, the, the, you know, the description of the review just says guy. <laughs> My guy, go, Goldie Rosen. You are, you are the, you're the gulliest review of the week. <laughs> that is just true to the point. I mean, if anybody's like, hey, should I check out the soccer podcast? I mean, <laughs> let me see. I mean, what does Goldie Robeson think? <laughs> let me see what the most recent review is. Tap 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 tap. Click. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I got a weird, got a weird motive. <laughs> My guy. Yeah, I got to listen okay, to that. Okay, I'm, I'm going to check <laughs> yeah. this one out. My yeah. guy. All right. This Which, by the way, this review is going to make us the number one podcast listened to at Rikers Island. <laughs> I mean, this is like, my guy. Oh, my guy. I got to listen to this. Uh, and this one was uh, our, our most recent one that was really, really fun. Uh, this is by L3E Live. L3E Live. And yeah. uh, and it's, it says, great podcast. Very funny. Five stars. And, it's, and then the... Uh, description says, uh, if you enjoy soccer and laughing, then this podcast is for you. If you don't enjoy soccer or laughing, then you should go die in a hole somewhere dark with no friends and no one to remember you. Also, don't listen to this podcast. That's right. Damn. <laughs> because if you're dead, you, it's going to be, you're going to have a tough time it's a very difficult. subscribing to this show. I know the waves go out. Well, I mean, we're not on radio, so the waves <laughs> don't go on to this guy. But whatever, maybe you could download it in heaven or hell, wherever you're going. <laughs> I thought that was just going to be a long way of saying two guys wearing certain jackets. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. no. This, yeah. uh, you know, people are, people are catching on. They, people, people know what's I up. mean, it's, it's, it's written between the lines. You read between the lines. You know what they mean. <laughs> you know what, they, <laughs> you know what, you they know what they're talking about. Uh, boredom. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right. So let's, let's get to soccer. Let's get to the show. Uh, American soccer. It's really look. I know it's the, back, baby. It's back, baby. Hey, come on, you thought we were <laughs> right. Up? It's sweet. We're here. It's sweeps week <laughs> in, in Major League Soccer. We gotta make it big. <laughs> so this is. Uh, I look. I know there's. There's. We're, we're all about drama. We love gossip. Oh I mean, God, this yeah. is across. It doesn't matter in in sports. In uh, in it's keeping up with the Kardashians. It doesn't matter what it. Whenever, Kanye wearing a MAGA hat on SNL. We're, we're, we we know about it. We want to hear about it. If tea gets spilled, we're there. Okay. <laughs> so look, I know that right now, and I always try to pay attention to what's going on in the Premier League as far as like what's being talked about the most, right? And right now, Arsenal's win streak. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> the, what? Their one and a half game win streak. I don't even know. <laughs> four, it's either four or five. I should know. So. This. 
The but it, it seems to be Mourinho and Pogba. Oh my god! It, oh my god! Who he looked at him? Girl, oh, girl what you know about? <laughs> Did you see the shade? <laughs> Mourinho never gonna get a tan with shit like that. So uh, it 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 kind of just describes what what the culture is like of soccer right. in in England, right? And and it is it is very catty and it it, it honestly it seemed like from it it, it sells papers for Mourinho to fail and Manchester United to not do well, right? There's like a, there's a great story there. Is he going to get fired? Will he be sacked? Will he be not? All that stuff. Will he or won't he? <laughs> so that seems to be, I, I feel like I'm getting to learn just about how the landscape is of, of how soccer is talked about, like at the pubs, okay? But we, in, in this country, and again, a lot of people do a disservice to American soccer in not being, not getting to this train, not hopping on this train of drama because we have. They, people are so. Remember, the league recently was very anti, like, oh my God, don't do the memes. Yeah. Don't disrespect each other. And everyone's like, no, right in my veins. <laughs> this is me. what we want. <laughs> because. Uh, and, and shout out to Matt Doyle because he, he also pointed this out as well. He's always been very supportive of us about like that contribution to the culture right. where where MLS should very much be uh, from a social media uh, perspective should f- be very similar to the NBA. Yeah. The NBA Twitter is hot. When it's hot. Somebody gets crossed over by James Harden. You all over. It's a meme in seconds. And it's the teams doing it. Sure. And the yeah. players are the talking play, yeah. about it. They're adding like flames to the ball yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah. adding wacky sounds mad so- disrespectful <laughs> and uh, we love that <laughs> so we have we had our own and i think this was a a, a, a big game and added a, a an element where the look yeah the game the 90 minutes were up but we're still having way more fun and of course i'm talking about handshake gate oh, right yeah. between chris armis and tata martino this is Caribbean Latinos versus Argentinians. <laughs> okay, now then, oh my God, Twitter was just nuts. It was just like, look at these typical Argentinians yeah. thinking they're better than a Bronx Puerto Rican. And the dude's got the sweater. The sweater. He's got the just, sweater over his it, shoulder. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you couldn't have asked for a more perfect. Other than he had like a mate, you know? Yeah. And, and, and Chris Armis just has a one of those boxes around his neck. He's trying to sell Gucci Fritos. That's the only thing. Just a your basketball jersey that's a Puerto Rican. Can flag. Yes, that's mesh, all you need. Mesh. <laughs> all right. That's yeah. all we needed. Does anyone validate for my Toyota Tercel? <laughs> <laughs> but look, I, so uh, if you didn't watch the game, you missed a big game, right? Uh, Re- Re- uh, the Rebels against Atlanta United. I watched it with Footy Mob. That's right. You yeah. were in there in Atlanta. I. I, I I'm sure they expected a different, a much different result. Yeah, the, the mood was different than what you'd expect of watching. I know uh, our guest today, Aaron, was like, oh, yo, send me a video and I'll post it on my Instagram. Like, nah, and I was bro. like, it's a little light right now. <laughs> the mood's just a little low right now. I'm not, not sure I want to get a video of, of this exactly. You know. So uh, the game itself was great. 2-0, the Rebels. Rebels were absolutely dominant without Tyler Adams, without BWP. No one expected them to be this dominant for this game. No. And they were... Including the people who didn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, again... I, I, look, I know it's a running joke. I it's was a just, running joke, yeah. but there it, it is... Uh, I think the attendance was like 20... Somewhere around 22,000. That's pretty good. That's I, great. How much are we going to complain about that? Like, it, I'm it, not. It's it, just it, an easy it's joke. A, it's co- comparatively to Atlanta United. Yes, it's, it's bad because they're 70,000 you know and they sell them out. Make the seats red, guys. <laughs> when they're blue, everyone can see when they're empty. 
Make all the seats red. Uh, when it's red, why? What difference would it make if it if was no red? one's sitting in it? You really won't be able to tell because it looks like someone's wearing a jersey or something. <laughs> it just looks so well, shocking on camera. Okay, so when you see a Rebel lot of Arenas, blue, spend the two million dollars it will take to replace the color of the seats, or you could spend it on marketing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying uh, it's whatever. Okay, it's it's just it's a little of a dumb. Make the seats look like jerseys and make the bottom <laughs> of the seat look like denim. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay, now all right, now we're talking. Again. Are we talking? Okay, just a, a, a sweet pair of uh, Calvin Klein jeans. Get it. <laughs> Sponsored, yo, True Religion sponsoring the official seat bottoms okay. of Red Bull Arena. Oh, get one of those blow up sex dolls and sit them, put yeah. them all in the seat. Just seats. a couple of real dolls <laughs> with the big wide open mouth. Yeah, <laughs> you do not want to see the goal celebrations. Okay, now yeah. we're thinking of how to fill this no, place. No, 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 I'm human. I was yawning. Get off me. <laughs> anyway, all right. <laughs> so, but the game itself was uh, was incredible, right? Uh, I, I was surprised. How difficult of a time Atlanta United had just just moving the ball through. And Chris Harmis, uh, when did they get their first shot on goal? Like sixty sixth minute, dude. They, I mean, somebody I don't even know who tweeted that. Somebody did, uh, and they, the, the the promo picture on ESPN Plus for to like rewatch the game. Uh, was of Braddy Wright Phillips and Joseph Martinez, and BWP didn't play the game. So two, so, two people that didn't play the so, game. So it was like, why? I, it's interesting. ESPN is is promoting the game with two people who didn't play play this game, which is uh, Joseph, Mar- Joseph Joseph Martinez was subbed off. I think in around the, around the seventieth minute, he 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 barely touched the ball. They Chris Armis, he was asked like how how he was gonna handle this game, and he said he's they're gonna press. He was like, make, how many seats? <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He 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 really. <laughs> you gotta you know you gotta there's there's some flemminess yeah, with the it's double. It's a guttural. R. <laughs> it's a guttural R. So, but he did say that uh, he was gonna make Atlanta United work for every single uh, ball, every single challenge, and they very much struggled. It's it was it was surprising to see. The Athletic has a great article about how just what the Rebels have been able to do that they could take like superstars, Tyler Adams and MWP out of their lineup and just plug and play. Sure, with people from the bench or the the academy system and Rebel well, too. Well, the guy it's we were talking about, uh, Brian White. Yeah. Uh, was played for BWP. Yeah. Uh, no, you, you you were like, who the hell is this guy? Nobody Last knows week. who he <laughs> is. Nobody knows who he is. Nobody <laughs> did. Now <laughs> he was, Atlanta yeah. fans know who he is. That's for sure. <laughs> he was a, he was very much a threat. And uh, to who replaced Tyler Adams? Mark Tchaikovsky. Yeah. Uh, and he and he did great as well. The RZA. Yeah. Uh, not pronounced that way. Uh, no, but that's, <laughs> that's how you spell his name. But that's how you spell. It. So, but the handshake. Oh, the non-handshake, right? Obviously, end of the game. The, the, the reports we're hearing was that Chris Armis, and this wasn't televised, but the, he was basically kind of grandstanding. Oh, no, no, no. That was televised. Oh, I didn't see You that. could see that. He was okay. sort of telling his fans to like, uh, you know, he was putting his hands up in the air, like, give us more, more energy, more loud, uh, be louder, while sort of, he was kind of turning at the same time, but supposedly he stared down the Atlanta uh, bench area and like the, the coaching staff yeah. towards the end of the game while he was doing it, which 
one, it's disrespectful, but then you got to grade it on a curb because the dude's from the Bronx and he's Puerto Rican. <laughs> that's so right. like, that's like, that's mad normal. You know what I mean? thought that must not know about the Bronx curve rules <laughs> and how we... You gotta, yeah, right. I, actually, he was actually being the most respectful that's, to you by Bronx standards. By Bronx standards. <laughs> I mean, that, that guy was paying respect at your funeral. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, you want that, that man giving you a eulogy. That's how beautiful it was. I mean, that's how it was. Beautiful. <laughs> that guy was, uh, you know, he was, uh, was uh, officiating your wedding. All right? <laughs> that... That's so he was doing that, which I kind of get why that would be seen as disrespectful. Also, Tata probably not happy with the game the way the game turned sure. out. So when he went in for the handshake, which was a, like it was kind of like OD aggressive the way he went in for the handshake, like ah, who bested you now? <laughs> and Tata, Armist, you think yeah, okay, Armist for real. You gotta watch it. Tata went double hand, double shoulder tap. <laughs> Just the uh, keep your hand right where the fuck it is. I don't give a shit. <laughs> It was so beautiful. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, the back and forth, both. I'm not picking sides. I just love all this. My favorite part, though, was right at the end. Armas gave him the old, him the, the old suck tooth face, <laughs> the, the, like sort of thumb throwback. It was like, check out this guy. Right? I believe here. this guy right here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give him his chopped cheese. <laughs> the you know initially uh, from seeing it. I, it my first instinct was like a little classless from Tata. I thought it was not necessary to do it. I think it was back and forth. I think he was responding to the way Chris Armas was acting. I don't know that either one. I mean, because of the, I mean, you put him in a weird position, right? If you're coming in grandstanding a little bit, what are you going to do? You got to shake his hand. I would personally shake his hand and pull him in a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> just put uh, Trump. Just uh, no, not like the, pull, the yank. I bring him in a little bit and show him like, yo, you weak son. <laughs> This That's what you whisper. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was going to say, yo, you weak, son. Imagine he said I that. Went. Like, dead ass. Dead ass said that. Dead ass just straight up <laughs> New York English. Bruh. I've, I've been to the Bronx, bruh. You're weak, my guy. Wow. Yeah, maybe Tata was the one who left the and then it, Coldy Robinson is Tata's. Uh, and then, yeah, then in the post game, he's just like, but you just said, you yeah, know, no, say, look at easy. But <laughs> Yes, it is. Gets off the mic. Look, Mike. You better, you better. Tata, the mic's still on. I said, get the. Oh. Pero No, I think it was. Um, uh, I guess, look, I didn't I didn't see the grand setting. Maybe I just looked away from the TV at the, when that happened. But it was. Um, I I I like that we're talking about this to begin with because this is has nothing to do with the ninety. This is what's great about it. It's not the ninety. Yeah, yeah. It's just this is good old fun, old gossip. Yeah, being all chatty, Cassie spilling tea. (laughs) Uh, But this is a a storyline that is as old as time, right? In in England in the Premier League. Mourinho and Pep, uh, Mourinho and Wenger, are they going to shake hands? Oh, he called them the, uh, what is it, the uh, the something of failure, the minister of failure or something like that. Uh, yeah, there's something like that. I forgot what it was called. Uh, so, the, so I like that this is part of the discussion because this is, this is what soccer is about, right? It's, it's not just... The, it's not just the ninety. It's a, it's a little. It, we're talking about is he is he respectful? Is he not? Are they going to meet each other in the playoffs? I mean, what would what would the, what are those I would hope matches so. going to be like? I would you hope know? so because that's going to be a great matchup. Yeah. So can Tata figure it out? So it's going to be, it's pretty interesting. I just, I, I had so much fun. As soon as it happened, I'm like, yes, nom, 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 give me more. Yeah. I, <laughs> mm. 
Why do we have to wait this long for all this action? <laughs> oh, all this soccer stuff is getting in the way of all the real fun. Just move it out of the way. <laughs> all right, got this. Let's play 45. Winner take all. Then let's see what happens between the coaches. All right, we gotta get, we're trying to have a little fun here. Um, who knows what, what this sort of means going forward? I know Atlanta United, uh, they're on, they only have one point. They're only one point up against uh, uh, the Rebels, who are in second. Uh, and it's really, that, that's basically it for the, for the Supporter Shield. That no one else really has a, a real no, chance. No, it's, it's a two-man two game. So, uh, two-team game. Uh, two horse race. <laughs> that's a better one, Some, right? Yeah, that's, that's the one it is. There's two of them. <laughs> <laughs> right? Two horses could be two other things. There's two man horses. All right. Okay, there's two centaurs <laughs> yeah. or minotaurs, whatever you prefer. Yeah. All right. It's, we're you, not here to judge. You've heard this cliche a million times. <laughs> <laughs> we're not here to reinvent the wheel <laughs> or the canister. I'm not sure what you say. So, the, uh, so it, it, but it was entertaining. So, and I loved uh, the memes after it. It was, it's it's a perfectly memeable moment. It was uh, the, just the the you know with the thumb back at Tata and the other guy handshake. Shout out to Juan Escalante, uh, huge Nerdwitch nerd at Nerdwitch on Twitter. Who I, I I felt like he really took the the meme baton and ran with it yeah, yeah. <laughs> because he made so uh, many hilarious. He ran right past those man horses. It was beautiful. <laughs> he so. Uh, but follow him on Twitter uh, if uh, if you're a Rebel fan. If you're not, he's he's a he's a comic also, really really funny dude. Yeah. Uh, a huge Rebels fan. Uh, ha- happened to be the what he's the what the first uh, the first guy to purchase the first person to purchase uh, a, a Brisas empanada at Rebel Arena because you know how they have empanadas yeah. th- now there there. I didn't uh, know he was the first one. He was the first one. Shout to them for getting empanadas, by the way. Sure. Wow, you're acknowledging the massive fan base we have there. Huh? <laughs> no, it's not not just brats, bro. Yeah, you're like, yeah. <laughs> wait a minute, you Latinos don't want <laughs> schnitzel. <laughs> so the he made a bunch of great movies, and you gotta you gotta check them out. They're all super super funny. All right, so let's um let's move on and talk about uh, <laughs> what should we talk about? The MLS or U.S. Men's National Team? First? Let's talk Men's National Team. All right, so the rosters for the U.S. Men's National Team, the two uh, friendlies of between, who is it, Colombia and Peru are coming mm-hmm. up. And the rosters... Also, I mean, we got England and Italy coming up in a month. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah, that's after. So, okay, one. this is for this. These are for these games. Yes, this is for <laughs> primarily for Peru, right? These aren't the rosters forever. forever. Yeah, no, that's it. We're locked in. <laughs> I can't wait till these guys are 60 years old. <laughs> Taylor Tallman's up front. <laughs> it's going to be great. Um, so, Demarcus Bleasley is still there. <laughs> Without a doubt. Yeah, he's never quitting. So, the I, I, hopefully, you, at US Soccer, USSoccer.com, you can see the full roster. But let's we have to talk about the the new... Uh, call-ups that were a little bit shocking, or and some of the old call-ups that were... Uh, just as shocking. Ju- or infuriating. I never some. thought I'd see Michael Bradley in there ever again. I disagree. I, I thought I thought it would happen. Okay. Uh, yeah. He, well, so Michael Bradley is back with the U.S. Men's National Team yes, after, after... A wonderful season with Toronto. A slight... <laughs> just a, a little hiatus, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. He it took, took a nice break. He took a sabbatical yeah, from the yeah. U.S. Men's National Team. He was like, you know what? Let but you know what, though? Unlike, unlike Landon Donovan, he didn't go to Cambodia. No, no, no. He stayed in the league during his sabbatical. 
<laughs> Wait, he landed, kept, Landon Donovan went to Cambodia? Yeah, remember? He took like uh, like six months off are you from think, soccer. Is it Landon Donovan or are you thinking of Dave Chappelle? I, no, think Dave <laughs> Chappelle went to South Africa. <laughs> I don't know where he went. Who knows? No, remember? You don't remember this? I he don't needed, remember this. He needed uh, like a mental health break. Okay. Landon Donovan, very famously, quit everything. All right. Big soccer fan over here. Well, Christian Polanco. I'm a- As you know, he's only been following the U.S. Men's National Team very closely recently because he's such a huge Colombian. <laughs> uh, big Colombian. I'm a big old Colombian. <laughs> I'm a big old <laughs> cafetero. So, um, well, I'm going to need a mental health break real soon. Anyway. <laughs> well, you work with me. <laughs> so, uh, but look, the, I mean, really, the big surprises here, uh, I think, are uh, an, an NYCFC player that we did not I expect to see on there. A defender. A defender. Ben Sweat. Congratulations, Ben Sweat. Guest on this podcast. Guest on this podcast. We, we nicknamed him. Sweatinho. Sweatinho. Okay. okay. And, it, and it stuck. I see people t- tweeting at him. They're like, congratulations, Sweatinho. So yeah. thank you for that. Uh, which is great. Great for him. I mean, this guy was a trialist Tri- with NYCFC. I mean, that's... Huge. That's if I mean it's uh, Tampa Bay al- Rowdies, al- almost unheard of. I mean yeah. this uh, this path, you know, like just uh, playing what Tampa Bay Rowdies were in NASL or USL at the time. I believe they were NASL. Okay, and then going, uh, yeah, a trialist, uh, getting a chance. He at NYCFC, and not only. Uh, so he basically got a, be- a better chance once uh, Matarita got injured. Right, he was out for a while, and Ben Sweat. Owned that uh, left back spot. Never gave it up. I really never gave it up. It was tough for Mat- Matarita's now playing like in the midfield because they need to give him some time. Yeah. And Matarita at the time, there were rumors of Barcelona being interested in him. I mean, that's how much of a good player Sweat came in and became. Yeah. That's someone who had all this buzz and all this potential. So you heard it here first. Ben Sweat. Rumors to Barcelona. Barca. He's going to- <laughs> Barcelona Sweatinho. It's okay, over. It's going to be Sweatinho, Paulinho, even though he's not there anymore. Messinho, all of them. Okay. So uh, so th- this was a huge shock. I, and I, I think to specifically NYCFC fans, maybe uh, fans of the league in general may not know uh, uh, too much about Ben Sweat, but... He's been, I think he's already had 47 starts for for the team, mm-hmm. for NYCFC, and uh, uh, loves fishing, right? Yeah, <laughs> we big, talked about- big Clearwater, uh, Florida, that- so, so he's like a freshwater fisherman. Sure, I don't know. I just imagine him in the Everglades, getting picking up alligators. Yo, he's like a bear, son. He catches him <laughs> shaman, just him jumping out the water with his teeth. Uh, but no, he he very much owned that position and 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 plays well. But the only thing is, and NYCFC fans uh, have seen it. His twenty eighteen to twenty seventeen have been very different. Yeah, right. He I think he scored. Uh, maybe one goal last year. I think he scored in the derby. Yeah, yeah, he scored in the derby. I know. I don't know if he got more than one. I think it was only one. But uh, he had a couple assists. He was just. I think uh, uh, he made less mistakes last year. And I know the difference is there's a new coach. There's yeah. probably a different uh, system in place. So he's he's just made a, a couple. Like he got torched by uh, Alexander Katai in Chicago yep. a couple uh, a couple weeks ago. And he played terribly against uh, um, Minnesota. Minnesota yeah. he made, well, he made the mistake. I don't even know he played terribly. He made b- both goals. Well, that, that's my... He's been not, I feel like he's been not closing down on defenders where they're getting like pretty good crosses in, or he might close down and 
uh, like and then get and then slide tackle and then get burned. That said, like we've that. seen him play much better than he has recently. So I'm of, I, I agree with you. I think it's just a change of system. Yeah, maybe. So, which seems to be affecting the entire team. <laughs> so uh, you know, we'll we'll get into our NYCFC concerns uh, in a bit. But uh, but this was this was huge. This is huge for him. Huge. Uh, his first ever call up and and to fans of the U.S. men's national team who have not. Watch NYCFC games. He is a good left back. He's a he great. has a uh, he's great on the ball. He's he's uh, he doesn't really he's he's not the fastest. He's not the fastest, but he's he's evasive and he knows what he he places the ball sort of. He kind of uh, has the feet of a midfielder. I would I would argue that as well. Yeah, very very. But he's just he's he's calm on the ball very. outside of passing to. You know, Minnesota forwards. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> think of the assist he gave Minnesota. You know what I mean? Vision. Okay. All right. You got to see the. It's like it's like playing FIFA with that above camera angle, man. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't have that kind of vision. You know, I just see a bunch of jerseys. He knew. He was like, man, if I give the ball. So to this look, guy. outside of a couple of mistakes, uh, he is. I, I think he, I think he's reliable, and I think you know uh, if. If Demarcus Beasley ever retires from from international <laughs> soccer, never gonna happen. <laughs> which is never gonna happen. Right? Maybe Ben Sweat will. Uh, Sweat will have to live as long as Demarcus Beasley <laughs> to get a chance. Well, I don't know. I mean, how, how long has the Crip Keeper no. been alive? Bro, because- you a Highlander, <laughs> bro? <laughs> it can only be one Sweat, or it can only be one Beasley. Uh, I don't know. Uh, so it might be a little competitive. But I, I'm g- uh, genuinely happy for him. I think that's uh, an, an amazing opportunity. I hope he gets to play. And I hope he uh, shows well because when it comes to uh, you know just the wing backs for U.S. soccer for U.S. Mm-hmm. men's national team, there's not really like w- definitively like yo this is who it's going to be for the next ten years. Right, right, right. I mean we've seen Anthony Robinson; he's even made some mistakes, and uh, he's on the roster. He's on the roster as well. But it, this might be an interesting look for maybe someone who's a little bit older, not too old but finally gets an opportunity to really kind of show what he can do and what he can offer to the men's national team. Right. We also got Reggie Cannon, which is pretty dope. From right? FC Dallas. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, FC Dallas homegrown player. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it, look, uh, this another uh, example that we, we, everybody can play the kids, play the kids, this and that. We're getting that. I mean, I don't know who Jonathan, Jonathan Amon is. Uh, I don't know. Amon. Who... He plays for North. Amon? No. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan... <laughs> we got another Bronx Jay, player. That, Jay Amon is yeah. Amon. I don't know. That's, I mean, (laughs) as far as I'm concerned, my favorite player of all time. Okay. Uh, I don't know where he, but where does he he play for Nordsjaland in Denmark? Okay. Nords, Nordsjaland. He's also has the same birthday as me, April 30th. Okay. Okay. And that's a day before mine. All right. So, so already a gift. (laughs) Give me some hamong right before my birthday. (laughs) So, uh, Okay, so um, yeah, so I, I, anything uh, stand out to you? Are you excited about these uh, two particular friendlies? Uh, what, it, there was there was uh, some uh, I don't know, just more gossip between because Stu Holden had apparently reported that Josie Altador was initially going to be called up, but he did not because he was suffering some injury. Right, and he he tweeted this. And Josie Altador immediately just tweeted right back at him, LOL. We like, are in a new era. <laughs> okay. And I am so ready for this. Get out of here. We don't even need you anymore. We're trying to, we're trying to make <laughs> facts. Facts yeah. and get news and what's the story? Oh, what did, yeah, what did your sources tell you? Because I got the source right here. <laughs> the source right here. And he's just going to respond by his Twitter. We don't even need us. <laughs> he's laughing in Stu Holden's face. Our homie who's been on this show twice. Stu. Stu. 
What's going on? What'd you yeah. do to Josie? Damn, what you gonna stew? <laughs> <laughs> what you gonna stew about it? What are you stewing up there? Yeah. Stew? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so the uh, so, so I, I I guess so this again what I saw afterwards was like some people were saying that he uh, is not going to, to play for the men's national team this time around because of personal reasons and not for him because of an injury. So, but Josie, instead of telling people what happened, he would just been like, LOL. I'm just going to laugh in your face. Cause you don't know what you're talking just kinda about. Just kind of giggles. And then he does the thumb thing. They'll, they'll just give the Chris Armas thumb. But speaking of forwards, I'm kind of excited to see what Josh Sargent can actually do. Hopefully he gets a little bit more playing time. Yeah. He's been playing a little bit at, at Verde Bremen. Yeah. Uh, they are, they're not doing so great, but they're not doing terribly. It's kind of vertebrae, though. Uh, I vertebrae. They, 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 uh, I think they they almost got relegated last year. They almost did, but they. Yeah. Uh, I, I think they had. Uh, there was a Bundesliga game where where a player threw threw the ball in uh, to the goalkeeper, and the goalkeeper missed it and it went in the net. I think it was against vertebrae. Uh, I, I don't remember if it was against vertebrae, but they, I think they ended up losing anyway. Anyway, hilarious. Um, the. Uh, are you are you really that upset about Michael Bradley? Is it is is it in, almost insulting to see his name there? Uh, no, and I'll explain why. Is uh, I think, and a lot of people have said this. I'm not the first to say this. I think looking at the last game, it looks like they needed some veteran leadership. So having someone there that that presents that, I think, is good. The problem I have with it being him is everything we've heard, and it feels like it's kind of confirmed from other players and stuff. Is that he's a very sort of alpha male, and he sort of stops. The, he can sort of hinder the progression of some of the youth players because he is so much of an authoritative type of guy. So if that's the case, maybe it's good to, you know, maybe throw a little bit of a, I, mean, I was going to say throw a shark in the water. That's never been a good idea. Uh, that's never once turned out to be good, uh, but maybe it's good to, to add a little bit of a, shake it up a little bit, see what these kids can handle, you know, some bigger personalities. Maybe that's a good thing. Hopefully. I don't know. I mean, we know one person who is not happy about who is that? <laughs> Michael Bradley being clearly Jimmy Conrad. Remember? Oh, that's right. <laughs> Remember Jimmy Conrad? Had I thought you meant one of the players. I'm like, who? <laughs> no, uh, look, I, I don't think uh, he is done. Uh, you know, playing for the playing for the country. So we'll see. Uh, I think he he still has something to offer. Uh, what? What does he got to offer? He's done. He's washed. He's no, he's not, no, he's no, not no, done career wise. Too much. To he's, say not he's, wise. he's not watched. Do you think he's going to be a, a part of the uh, the next no, World no, no, Cup no. cycle? No, no, no. He's so not, then, whatever. What you think? A gold cup? He's going to help us win a gold cup. I mean, I love it. when we raise that trophy. I, I am not. It, nothing makes me prouder to be an American. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Slash Colombia. Slash Dominican. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, yeah. There's a. I'm like one of those people that's like, well, I'm a. I'm eighth Native American. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is your two quarter. Twenty three and me readout. <laughs> it's all just soccer countries. <laughs> Yo, oh, you, oh, they say from you're from Andorra. I'm yeah. like, oh, well, how did what's their FIFA ranking? <laughs> I, know, no. I don't think I'm from there. I'll, I'll respectfully answer <laughs> once I Google how well they're doing. In the in the nations league, <laughs> okay. Or am I just gonna go in yeah. and just beat rep yeah. that hard? Yeah, no. So Alexis, you're part Brazilian and German. Right now, mostly French. <laughs> if I could be real with you, okay. Uh, ole, ole. In other words, <laughs> uh, so I, no, I but I disagree. I think he has something to offer. He's not a bad player. He's still a reliable. He's midfielder. not a bad player. As a nation, as a, for the nation, we need to move on. Okay. That's fine. All right. You're very, you're very, very cold. You know, somebody slights you once. You're like, this relationship is over. Yes. No, literally. That's exactly <laughs> how I am. 
I write you off. <laughs> I take your folder. You didn't put the toothpaste cap on the toothpaste. That's it. It's over. It's over. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you do disrespect me? You know what this means to me and my family. <laughs> Ridiculous. Okay, very just, yeah, very short time. I mean, I am kind of like that, though. Uh, okay, then, all right, let's, before we get into. Uh, our next segment with, with our guest Aaron Dolores. Uh, a couple other things we have to talk about. Yes. Um, Vancouver Whitecaps uh, fired their coach last week, which is I think what two years too late. What do you think? I mean, according to our friends at Podcaps FC, yeah. uh, they they've been wanting him gone for I, about, about that time. About about, like two I think years. the first time we ever had them on our podcast, they brought up that they wanted him gone. So <laughs> so the him and Bolaños, right? No, no, it's Hurtado. Hurtado, that's it. <laughs> zero I'm sure they want Bologna. <laughs> it's so weird. It's just that Vancouver is just like, they're not the worst team. No. They're just, the, they're, but they're not good enough. I, you know what it is? That they have good players. They're just not a team. Mm. Even watching the highlights of this game, I'm like, Kai Kamara should be doing that. Why is Alfonso Davies all the way up there with four defenders on him by himself? Yeah. There's just so much that seems so not functional. Yeah. And and you never look at the squad and be like, oh, this is like the players are terrible. They don't really no. have like outside of Breck missing sitters. Uh, they, they're usually pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it is. It, Which, cl- let's be honest, he's world class at that. You know what I mean? World class. Nobody misses sitters better sure. than Breck. Shack. I mean, uh, the, the blooper reel, it's it's just like it's all Breck. Shack. That's his highlight reel. <laughs> they're like, why is this always yeah. the same guy in a. In, in two ponytails. <laughs> right, yeah. Also, why does my highlight reel have yakety sacks in the background? He's like, okay. I mean, I, I wouldn't have chosen it. No. I, I would have taken this this in a different direction. I'm going to let you do your art, <laughs> but that's not how I would have done it. But outside of, uh, it, it's clearly the coaching. It's clearly the tactics and, and they've, they've underwhelmed us for a couple years. Yeah. But the fact that, you know, Carl Robinson has been able to like keep the kind of the team afloat, make the playoffs. But he's also there. done those late pushes to the playoffs. Like, yeah. So here's like the thing: if they di- would have done that again, he wouldn't have been fired. Yeah, they they were uh, they're currently uh, how many points back? Uh, like six or seven or something like that. They are. They're gonna have. I think this was like. First of all, it's in. It's a. It's kind of crazy to fire your coach with like this being this close to the playoffs and. Um, uh, being this close to the playoffs and and like the team is not in like the worst form in the world. Like it, just fire him at the end of the season. You know what I mean? Right. Like, how important is it to make? I guess it, maybe it is. Maybe it is very very important to the team to make the playoffs, and they wanted to make a statement for maybe uh, the fans and next year and like to renew their season tickets or something like that. And maybe they felt like if we don't make the playoffs with Carl Robinson we might have an issue with getting uh, more season ticket members the following year. That's the only thing I can think of because they just seemed like, I, it seemed like a rash decision. It was kind of a uh, banger in or out. You know what I mean? Like we yeah. kind of need to make a change to let the fans know that we are not just going to accept mediocrity. Okay. That's it. Okay. Well, uh, they will probably continue the mediocrity because they did lose against LA Galaxy. Once three, again. Three nil, which is, it's not even losing to the LA Galaxy. It's, it's, Allowing the LA Galaxy to leave you with a donut, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's not their game. No, they very they, much. <laughs> they have are, the highest paid uh, backline, and they're terrible. And, they're, and they they gladly will let you in. Yeah. to their net. In fact, they're like, please don't don't let us get a clean sheet because then they're gonna expect <laughs> this from us next week. Why don't you go ahead and score? <laughs> so we want to keep the standards very low. Yeah. Uh, and so that was a, that was a big surprise uh, that 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 they lost so poorly, but not really that the, that Carl Robinson got fired. It was long overdue. 
according to you know our our white caps insiders, they <laughs> were they were furious, and for, we have many of them. Uh, so uh, a couple other things. RSL, another team that is uh, really fighting to keep their playoff spot. They're in sixth place. They're two points ahead of LA Galaxy, uh, and it's looking scary and scary week after week. But the reason I wanted to talk about them was because Albert Rusnak got a new deal. Uh, yes, he did. He held out, too. He, he held out. So this was interesting. It was a great story. So Albert Rusnak gets a new contract. Uh, he is getting around $2 million per season, according to Stam School of MLSsoccer.com. Secure the bag. Secure that bag. And Sometimes then, you have to go, not go to work. Yes. <laughs> to secure that to bag. To get paid. Yeah. yeah. That's how it's, okay. We do things a little differently out here. We got, yeah, it's a different era now. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, he's, he's, he's really doing the, the Le'Veon Bell of, uh, <laughs> of MLS, which you got to respect yeah. the, the dude for. And Albert Rusnak has been nothing but consistent in his time at RSL. Uh, and, and you, you gotta, you, you have to pay him, right? He's, he's the DP there. Uh, and he's probably deserved, uh, you know, a, a, a bump in pay. So, but the interesting thing was that RSL was playing against Sporting Kansas City this weekend. And apparently, Albert Rusnak did not travel with the team to the game. Therefore, he, he, ended, up, he ended up showing up. He's like, yo, I'm here. I, I, all right, all right. Look, we're good, right? I took a private jet, which I can afford now because I held out. <laughs> so, yeah, so because of the negotiations, he did not travel with the team because I think he was trying to f- kind of force that hand. Right. And uh, he got what he wanted, but he, got to the, uh, he, got to, he missed training. Therefore, uh, he only got to play a couple minutes during the game. He didn't play the full 90. But... The issue is that RSL really needs to win games. Uh, and they ended up drawing this game, uh, getting a point, which they desperately needed. Uh, but they, what I'm, I, I think I'm, the question I'm posing is, is Rusnak holding out? I mean, they're in sixth place. So hurting, they're in, I mean, he, they're that, in the playoff. He picture. hurt his team. Sure. By doing this at this particular time. Uh, you know, if we're talking about how important it is to make it to the playoffs, this was from from as a team as a if you're a team guy, this was. Are you a little offended by as a teammate like that he that he chose this time to do this? Yes and no. But who's the dude in the NFL that was holding out for a new contract? And they're like, oh, you're being a bad teammate. You got to go play. Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell. And he breaks his leg. Oh no, no. that's uh, uh, Earl Thomas. Earl from Thomas. Seattle and he flips the bird at his team. Yeah. Like this is what I'm talking about. Like we're in a new era. If he plays in this game during the contract and he. Gets hurt. Yeah, gets hurt. Blows his ankle out, blows his knee out. I dare you, Rusnak, flip off my pecky. See yeah, what happens yeah. to you. My pecky conference <laughs> going to be crazy. He's just going to be shirtless. Sure. Let's go bring him in here. <laughs> bring him in here, son. All right. I'm going to be the first person to spank a designated <laughs> player on live TV. Yeah. You think I won't? Why do you think I got this paddle for? <laughs> All right. I don't just walk around with a paddle for no reason. Why Yo, am I crazy? You think I play cricket, my guy? That's what this is for. It's a spanking paddle. It's about me. Very happy. I'm going to get to use it. Trey, fix the prank. <laughs> Trey, get the battle. Did you hear about Trey? Trey no. leaving RSL. What? Yeah. I just Why? heard it maybe two weeks ago. Trey is, uh, I don't know where he's going. Uh, we need to follow his career forever. <laughs> we got to follow Trey and see where he goes. But he's apparently been with the, with the team for a, 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 a long time. I think almost like almost a decade or maybe longer. Uh, and 
he's moving on. I don't know if he's going to another team or working in another field or something like that, but Trey. Trey. Come on. You're gonna- an integral part of the team. <laughs> what are we going to do with the I printer? Don't, yeah, I, don't, <laughs> I don't want Mike Pecky to be like, Fred, get the printer. That's not working right. I mean, it just sounds better. Don't nobody want Fred? <laughs> Yo, Fred, the IT guy, is no, is no fun. We don't get want- him out of here. He's no Trey. <laughs> Trey, only, only Trey can fix my printer. Damn. Uh, so... Yeah, I don't know. Do you so? Do you feel that he he? I mean, look. If it, if this was my team, I'd be upset. But looking at it from a player perspective, dude, these guys. I mean, they're getting paid better, but they're still not getting paid as much as I think they should. Because even even the Le- although two million is pretty good. I yeah, mean, that's not a even bad the contract. Le'Veon Bell thing when that happened and, and his teammates were mad at him, they were mad at him because he like texted them saying like, yeah, I'm going to be there. And he didn't show up. So, so whatever. So he was like, I mean, <laughs> but he told me, but Stacy said <laughs> that Janet said, I mean, who so, gives a shit? Uh, but this is a little different. If Le'Veon Bell holds out when uh, the Steelers, they need to win one game to, to, to get, get into the playoffs. Like that changes the dynamic of, I know that as a player, like, as teammates, we're like, yo, you need to get your money. Like, do what you got to do. Right. But when you put kind of everybody else's jobs in jeopardy, because if it's, MLS is very different. If you don't make the playoffs, there's a way bigger chance you don't even have a job the next season. Right. Yeah. It's not every, no, everybody's not making $2 million a year. Right. The 23rd guy on that bench is like, please show up. Please. please. <laughs> Albert, <on>. please. <laughs> Albert's te- he's texting <laughs> Albert like, yo, I really need Like, well, yo, where you at? I'm right outside your apartment. I'll drive you. <laughs> I got you. I got you. It's so good if I'm late. I got you. So I understand because because of the money. I, I, I honestly. Well, yo, why isn't this on RSL? Pay the guy. I mean, they did. What in what the twenty third minute? That's what I'm saying. Like, pay the guy on time. Give him, give him his contract. Yeah, clearly he's an integral to the team. If you lose without him there, yeah, I don't know. I don't know RSL's money situation, but clearly uh, something's going on. Pay the man. Pay the man. He's got he got his money though. Uh, and last thing we uh, want to talk about before the next segment, uh, we've been getting a lot of tweets, especially because the Premier League, the inferior soccer league that uh, dares to that secondary league, the secondary league that dares to uh, have a bunch of big events on. On our soil, which Ugh. I think is, I think is cause for another revolutionary war. Yeah, I, I first of all completely <laughs> agree. Second of all, I don't think anyone could present any facts otherwise. All right, I mean clearly, I mean I these don't are know. all acts of war, <laughs> all of them. So, but uh, we were getting a lot of tweets because uh, the Premier League had their like uh, event in DC with mm-hmm. the, all the, the fan whatever thing, and a special uh, appearance was made. A special appearance. There were a bunch of mascots out there. Yeah. Okay. One in particular. One in particular, and we were getting tweets. I mean, so many, like, it's not even, one, it's one of those, like, uh, you know how people like, everybody was calling me and whatever, yeah, hit me a, up, and it was, our, and, our mentions are blowing up, <laughs> you got two notifications, bro. But it was actually a lot, yeah. where I'm like, oh, I have to, I, I have to address these concerns yeah, to people. Yeah. Uh, so, Brighton, Brighton Hove and Albion. Yeah, uh, no, Brighton and Hove, Albion. Brighton, I'll call you whatever I want to call <laughs> yeah. you. BHA. <laughs> Don't make me say names right now. Brighton. With the American coach. Wagner, right? I don't even know. If that yet. might be Huddersfield. Never mind. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Who pays attention to that little league anyway? Nobody. <laughs> uh, uh, Brighton Hove and Albion, which is uh, their their crest has a, uh, a seagull on it's it. Brighton and Hove. Brighton. What? A, uh, Hove. All right. I'm doing Hova. <laughs> Hova. Brighton, <laughs> Brighton and Hove. I'm out here. So they, Brighton and Hove and Albion and Whack uh, <laughs> ass club. No, but they have a, a seagull as their crest. 
I know, I know, Alexis. Yeah, see, I'm right. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just, I need to prove I, it because it very rarely happens <laughs> that I'm right about anything. So the, but the crest has a seagull and they it's have- just a, a seagull on it. It's really all it is. It's a blue circle and seagull. The, uh, and their mascot is, a, is also a seagull, big yeah. old seagull. And guess what his name is? Guess what they, they stole from us. What did they steal from us? They're robbing our culture. Yeah. All right. This is why we threw your damn tea overboard. All right. Because of the cultural dis- appropriation. <laughs> because of this disrespect. Okay. Uh, their mascot name is Gully. Gully. Gully the seagull. People have been asking us, is this the gulliest mascot? <laughs> By definition, I guess maybe. <laughs> I mean, oh, no, I, I would. No, no. Because I mean, he's called gu- Gully. Gu- I mean, gulliest is a, is a it's lifestyle. A way, it's a way of it's life. A way of life. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It's, 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 really- it's, a, it's, it's not a religion. It's more of a way of being. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes people are concerned. I, I yeah. was, I did a, um, a, 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 a sh- commercial shoot for uh, Heineken the other day. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to, because they didn't tell me what wardrobe to wear so i was like yeah i'm gonna rock this gullyish shirt up in this hiking commercial and it's gonna be a flesh you know <laughs> then they're gonna be like yo yo this commercial's my gully yeah oh damn <laughs> who's that dude in the background he gonna, he gonna rob all that no, no, i was being i was like in the commercial i was being okay. like interviewed and uh do you shouts, remember shouts for that by the way oh thanks uh do you remember you don't remember casey casey jost yeah Colin Joseph's brother. Yeah. He was uh, like the host of this commercial, and it was basically like telling stories, like crazy night stories. Oh, very uh, cool. Whatever. Uh, so I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna wear my gullier shirt, and this commercial is gonna be dope." Bang bang. I, I walk in, the the director's like, "Hey, what is what does that mean on your shirt?" I'm like. Just Gullius. It's like, yeah, it's just like a way of life. It's just like a thing. It's yeah, like it's like you're thing. fun. You're I, trying to I, say whatever. I, he's like, he's like, it's not a brand or anything, right? I'm like, nah, nah, it's not a brand. Nah. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm just trying you to end this conversation. You can buy it in the street. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing. It's nothing. So uh, we're, we're filming the commercial and it's, everything's going well. And, they, and then the director's like, cut. He's like, get him a sweater. I'm like, what? And I have to wear some like... Sweater on the thing, like a, a sweater that wasn't even mine. You come back from the dressing room, you've got the t-shirt over the sweater, you're like ready to film. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so uh so yeah. So it was a disappointment too. You're not gonna be able to see uh, the gully shirt. We'll like, be able to feel it. But I, I'll hopefully the commercial comes out and I'll you'll see me in it. But uh a lot of people were asking, like, uh, is is I feel like people were almost coming to our defense. Like, hey, do you guys allow this? Do you allow this mascot to just steal basically your all your mojo? Uh, and and to those people who tweeted at us all that stuff, thank you so much for looking out for us. We appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, we love that. Also, show up. Show up, Gully. Come to our face. <laughs> let's see how Gully Yo, you really see, are. Let's see how Gully Gully really is. I didn't even realize this. They have a female uh, Gully. Uh, it? Gull- like, it's called Goulet? Sally. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Christian pulls up on Sally. Is what I'm saying. That's, Yo, all, I'm that's saying. all I'm saying. You know, right? maybe I barco your Sally. <laughs> right? <laughs> maybe Sally walks away <laughs> from Gully. Let's see how Gully you is. <laughs> so, holy crap, man. Uh, it was a... It, it, look, it's fine. It's whatever. What are you going to do? I mean, how, how, can we... It's not... It's not our word. It's it belongs to everybody. Yeah, the word is part of the, yeah, the world. And, and look, it, gully. I just hope that Gully lives lives to his gulliest. Right. You know, lives his gulliest life. 
Yeah, I want to see him mush other mascots in the face. That's what. That's really what we need, right? right? I mean, if you're gonna be Gully, I mean, that's a that's a big name. You can't call yourself that and not be Gully. Without it, that's it. So everybody, you keep Gully on his toes. Absolutely, and also let him be Gully because it just so happens that you and I and our fans are the Gulliest. That's right. So. Go ahead, you could be Gully. <laughs> Just know who the Gulliest are. Uh, and to, speaking of that, there was there was another mas- mascot that I had I had put up the the video on Instagram and Twitter. Sibau FC, Sibau FC, my home team. <laughs> bam, 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 bam. <laughs> since day one, been a lifelong supporter since uh, five years ago. As a child, <laughs> since, since they uh, just started existing a couple years ago. Uh, but they they have a new mascot called Luca Cero Cero, uh, who is a dog. He's, uh-huh. a, he's a dog that dances merengue with the fans in the crowd uh, during the games. So that is... That's quite gullier than gully. That's so much gully. <laughs> also, what do English people do? What is he going to go out there and just, I don't know, <laughs> stare at a guy playing a guitar? Just I mean, what do you do? Li- Lindy Hop? I don't yeah, know what they yeah. do. <laughs> I, don't I don't even know. Think, I don't think the English can move that well. I, to be I don't think all hips are just starting to break. <laughs> Young boys, old girls. Tim, Tim, I don't know yeah, how yeah. to pronounce his name. Our uh, producer just uh, texted and said that you were trying to do what LL Cool J did uh, in the Gap commercial when he rapped wearing FUBU. That's right. Yeah. I am the FUBU of soccer. You were trying to FUBU <laughs> uh, a Heineken commercial. <laughs> okay. For Latinos, by Latinos. <laughs> FUBU. <laughs> FUBU. <laughs> For the gulliest, by the gulliest. Bug bug. <laughs> um, oh, it's, uh, last, don't, last thing officially I want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, because we got to get to the we end. We got to get to our ne- next segment. But um, DC United did play Montreal. And I did want to get to this game because this was a 5 0. Uh, drubbing, uh, very unexpected. Montreal holding on to, again, they are the RSL of the Eastern Conference, yeah. trying to hold on to that, that, that playoff spot. Dude, they did not show up at all. You know what? I actually, I actually thought the, I thought they played pretty well, and Bill Hamid was, had his, probably his best game of the season. Uh, DC United had just a little bit of luck, uh, and, and Rooney was just... Rooney was back to his old self, man. Rooney he was, was cutting dudes up, dude. Which they, so was so did Slatan. There's something in the water this week. It, incredible, these yeah. old men. Uh, <laughs> but Zlatan was great. But Rooney, uh, again, we always we talked about how how great Lucha Costa has been these last few weeks ever since Rooney arrived. Uh, Ariola with a brace too. So the, the the one thing I wanted to highlight about this game, even though uh, DC United are, you know, we were concerned when Rooney got here of how much of an impact he would really make. I, they're they're making it to the playoffs, and it's going to be probably NYCFC against DC United in that knockout game. No oh boy, uh, which I think I'm going to favor NYCFC because they just played DC United uh, not too long ago, and they they drew, but DC United had what one shot on goal, two shots on goal. So I think the the odds are in NYCFC's favor. But in they're this, only two points away from Montreal for the last spot, but they got two games and in two hand. Games in. They're, they're making it. I don't see how they're not. They this have, would suck for Montreal if they don't make it. It would be the absolute worst, but they they shouldn't lose 5-0. They, if they win this game, they probably kind of secure a playoff spot. You got to trade Piotti if you don't make it into the playoffs. Don't don't let him do that again for another year. All right. What are, what are you going to do? All right. But the, the one thing I want to highlight about this game was the announcer. I, forget, I don't know his name, but in, in this broadcast, um, there was a, th- there's apparently a new like nickname for, for these guys. Uh, Luchero. So, no. So Lucheru. Well, I think they said that he said it that way so that he could say and Rooney too. Lucharu and Rooney too. And, Isn't that like no, a- no. He says Lucharu and Ariola too. That's it. So that's, 
whatever. First but, of all, two areolas, that's the way it's supposed to be. Okay? <laughs> so, very, that normal to me. But then uh, there was a, uh, an assist from uh, Lucho Costa to Paul Areola, and he says Luchola. Which is which is not which feels like uh, Benifer, one of those things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that Luchola feels like a disease yeah, you get yeah. uh, that that keeps you in the bathroom. Yeah, spend all your time waiting. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like, do you suffer from Luchola? <laughs> yeah, it just it, I, it didn't sit well with me, yeah. and I that it needs to stop immediately. We don't need that's a trash nickname. We don't need these uh, these nicknames. No. Uh, I, I don't think that that isn't very common. I mean. It, it's like Stockton Malone. There wasn't like Stockton or yeah, whatever. You know, yeah. just say their say both of their names. Yeah, it wasn't Pip Orden, you know, for <laughs> Pippin and Jordan. I mean, but that one or Jippin. <laughs> well, that's. Yeah. I think that's a slur. I think. <laughs> no, no, no. First of all, I'm very sorry to anyone I've offended. <laughs> to all the. It's a beautiful culture. <laughs> yeah, those yeah. people. Oh, those Jippinese. <laughs> <laughs> are good people. I should not have said any of that. Okay, all right. We're gonna need a long apology uh, from you. Anyway, uh, okay. So that that was, that was my last gripe. Uh, right. I, I want to get to our next segment. We have to talk about. Uh, we have a great interview coming up. Great, great guest. Yes, this is what we do. Aaron Dolores, a Black, Black Arrow. Arrow. All right. So uh, we'll, we'll be right back right after this. Hey, thank you so much for listening to The Cooling. We have a word from our sponsor, The Gully Squad. The Gully Squad sponsoring the show. Yeah, uh, some of you are in it. <laughs> some of you are in it. And thank you so much to everyone who has already joined. We did talk about uh, making more content, making a second episode of The Cooligans uh, per week. Uh, and that's what we want to get to. And we can't do that without some of your support. So the way you can support The Cooligans is by joining The Gully Squad. And there's like so many benefits to doing that. There's a, but look, you can, you can help contribute content to the show. You can... Uh, or you can get a Cooligans uh, Gully ST. Yeah, uh, get yourself some merch. Joining. Also, like if we have live shows in your area, you'll get in them for free. There's different levels. Yeah. There's, there's levels. There's levels to this. <laughs> all right. And look, we're trying to get out there more. Uh, so many people send us messages. When are you coming to our city? Because we didn't uh, hit you guys during the World Cup comedy tour. We want to come to your cities. We want to do more content. We want to go to the, some of these big events and, and bring you guys inside with us and let you see what's happening through social media and whatnot. The way to do that is to get... A part of our gully squad join our gully squad there's so many different levels even if you only have a little bit there's a little bit you could give us exactly every little bit one, helps one thing i did add that i i wanted to make sure i mentioned that the people who do join the gully squad uh at the at the ten dollar level if you want to be a guest and 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 uh watch the show you know like be in the audience Remember, we can, we, uh, can, of course. we can have people come watch us record the podcast in our studio in Madison Square Garden. We got up to 75 seats, so... So you and 74, your friends. Yeah, come through. <laughs> Everybody gets a plus 74. <laughs> Let's see what we maybe, do. Maybe we'll, like, we'll be more reasonable with the number of how many people yeah, you can sure. buy. <laughs> we might change it up a little bit. But we may. Hey, maybe you just want to come hang out while be a live studio audience yeah. while we record the show. Ah, oh, come on. Become a part of Gully Squad. You can hang out with us. You get merch. So much fun. Exactly. So go to soccercooligans.com. You you can see the Gully Squad right on the menu and join up today. Yeah, baby, we're back. We are back. We are here with our guest. Come on. Yo. There he is. <laughs> you heard his voice. I mean, we've Black Arrow in the building. Absolutely. Black Arrow throws through an incredible party. In Atlanta, nope. so thank you for having us. Unless you're driving, put your hands together for the one, the only, Aaron Dolores, the Black Arrow. What up, what up, what uh, up? Aaron, uh, what's going on, man? Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. It's an honor 
Thank you. That's that's what we expect. To come from on, our the guests. cool again. Yes. <laughs> Although Total Soccer Show had me first. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, so We're not going to talk are, about that. You guys are. You I mean, know, we use them. Sloppy they, seconds. They sort of vet. They vet <laughs> our yeah. guests, and then that was yeah. that was the USL gotcha. for you. And we saw <laughs> you was good, so we're like, all right, let's bring them up. All right, we go. Okay, we can. we're gonna. Although Tyler you. didn't show up, so. Oh really? I think this is. You know, I think, yeah. I think y'all got the y'all got the real interview. Were you in Richmond for that? No, no, I called in. I oh, called okay, in. that don't count then. That don't yeah. count. Don't oh, nobody go on. to Richmond. We got you in this yeah, studio we, right we here. We flew you in here. That's uh, right. <laughs> we got you out here in Spirit Madison. Airlines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we asked you to split that cost with us. It's very expensive. <laughs> okay, we need to. <laughs> we need the receipts. We need all. We the got receipts. six layovers. We're gonna make it happen. Yeah, <laughs> you're not bringing a bag, are you? Yeah. Not bringing a bag, right? <laughs> not allowed. Don't use that bathroom because we ain't paying that five dollars. <laughs> uh, so, Andalores, uh, you are the uh, creator of Black Arrow. For sure. All right. And uh, for people who do not know, Black Arrow is a, uh, a, a more than I, it's, I feel like it's difficult to just describe it. Is it a media company? Is it a, 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 a party show? Is yeah, it like, yeah. you know, it, so it's a <laughs> party promotion. Party promotion. It's like, it's, it's, but it's, its main focus is to highlight black culture in soccer. And also sure. grow it, right? Grow, grow the black it, fandom. Highlight of it. Um, and to bring the history forward um, from everything that kind of came, you know, before us, um, which is something that I learned um, when I first got into soccer and started doing a little bit of research, like growing up, you know, in Oakland. I didn't play soccer. I mean, I played when I was younger, but after that, I didn't play at all, and I wasn't really into it. I, I thought it was a Mexican sport. Yeah. That was, you know, our kind of perception of it. And then, you know, I started researching it a little bit more and seeing that, you know, black folks had a long history in soccer that I didn't even know about. So, um, you know, I would say kind of setting the trend for the, the future of um, black soccer and also making sure that we're bringing those stories forward um, of, you know, everything that happened before. Now, it seems to me like you you did a great documentary with Copa 90 US about black soccer, especially in ATL, which I think Atlanta United, uh, the fan base sort of probably has the strongest significance of having like black culture be a part of the team. Correct. Right. And by the way, I know that there's fan bases that are trying to do more. A lot of NYCFC fans want a little bit more hip hop culture as a part of the sort of the makeup of NYCFC. A little difficult because they're very, you know, English. Uh, but the, I would say that Atlanta United has that and also the city itself yeah. right now, sort of like the most buzzing hip hop scene, just everything about it seems like black excellence. You know what I mean? Atlanta. What was it for you to see that? Cause everyone assumes you're from Atlanta because of that documentary. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then you threw a party <laughs> in Atlanta. So it's like, you're not getting out of Atlanta when you're like, <laughs> hey, 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 yeah, right. For sure. Now I'm from Oakland, California. Yeah. Oak and we're going to talk about when you was talking about E40 a little yeah. bit later. <laughs> um, I ain't drinking that energy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, nah, you know, Atlanta, black culture is, is Atlanta. So, you know, when you go to a restaurant, you go to a bar, it's just, it's ingrained in the city. You can't yeah. really go, you know, you can't do anything without it. So I think that is naturally spilling over to the team. Obviously, um, you know, I think it's an exciting time for American soccer, right? Cause they are, they're winning, um, they're integrating the culture, the hip hop artists are showing up. Um, so, you know, they're, they're, they're killing it right now. They're number one. They're yeah. Really uh, what is it? Um, Freeway just did the, the, that promo for Philadelphia Union. You yeah. know, they lost in the U.S. Open Cup yeah. final, but uh, that was a cool thing to see. But it, it, it's strange because it feels like, because just a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about, uh, we were talking about the Philadelphia Union and why there isn't the, like, 
this bigger effort to connect with like Philly rappers. Well, it started with Lil Uzi Vert wore the uh, the Club America, Club America right. shirt, and I was like, I get and you can't go back in time. I'm like, but here's a Philly artist, right? And he's wearing this shirt that yeah, I get it. It's a much brighter shirt. It fits his style, but. Why isn't there an opportunity? Why can't Philly make a one-off? Right. You know what I mean? Do something funky for Lil Uzi Vert. Give him something. You know what I mean? Uh, when we were at uh, the uh, Secret Walls Adidas MLS yeah. uh, event, uh, Young M.A. performed, and uh, Red Bulls gave her a jersey. Red right. Life, you know, she's only going to wear that one. She's probably not going to wear the blue one. <laughs> <kind of thing. laughs> but, <laughs> like, and look, it might cause a, couple, a little bit of issues with her co- compatriots. Yeah, her, her, her conglomerate <laughs> might be a little bit upset. So, But they gave her a jersey. Like, these are things that I feel like we, we kind of need to be seeing more of. The, right? the, what I wanted to credit you with is that I think – that with what you're doing, it, the soccer community is so small that even just anybody being like trying to big up any particular part of it, people see it almost immediately. And I feel like the, the influence is already there. For sure. Where like, I don't think, I'm not going to say like that the freeway thing doesn't happen or that two chains in Atlanta doesn't happen without like your effort or with what you're doing, but it doesn't hurt either. You know what I mean? Like just it amplifies, fact, it, it amplifies it in, yeah. stuff like, in that For way. For sure. Yeah. I mean, we we just launched it a year ago so it's it's been a hell of a ride and um you know my thing was because i wasn't into soccer before and um prior to starting this brand when i really started looking at the soccer community um in the us you know my thing was why don't i just create it right i don't it's not up to the mls or san jose earthquake or philadelphia union necessarily to kick off hip-hop culture in soccer right um there's so much opportunity in soccer specifically to create off the field that my thing is like rather than complain about it i'm just going to start it and then give the soccer community and the mls and whoever something to connect into right because they're not going to initiate it they're running a league they're yeah, yeah. you know they're doing a lot of other things and um so i think that's the, kind of the beautiful thing i mean I, I've, I've noticed a lot of it'd be dope if it was just like summer jam sponsored by yeah. major league soccer yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're getting in this yeah. dog what here's you know? fat joe <laughs> in, in nycfc <laughs> why not why not <laughs> What do you? What is your goal? What is the goal of Black Arrow? Like, if you could look back in five years and you would say, like, these three things you could tick off and you were successful, what are those three things? Because I think that's a big question people have is like, all right, I see what you're doing, but like, what is what is actually happening? What is the goal of Black Arrow? Right. So um, it it kind of happens on a few different levels, and I think anytime you are creating something that is of your culture, there's a lot of different levels to like the way that you think about it, right? There's um, just um, what's important to black people as far as like our community and our culture and stuff like that. There's um, the culture element, which is the hip hop and, you know, all that stuff. And then um, of course in soccer, everybody wants to um, know about the development of soccer players and getting more black kids kind of into it. So we're staying in this lane of this like quote unquote cool kids soccer um, angle because you know, when you look at the landscape, that's really what's missing right now. Yeah. Um, and so if you want little black kids to play soccer, it's got to be, they got to want to do it. Yeah. It's a culture war more than it is like yeah, yeah. Uh, training them. Right. You know, that's why in Brazil or whatever, these guys are, you know, by the time they can even see what's happening, they want to play soccer. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, I think that's kind of the first thing. And then, um, you know, the second thing is 
what tripped me out about soccer was the way that I got into the sport was in 2014, me and my homies, instead of going to Brazil, we went to Europe during the World Cup. And the idea was like, you know, that was going to be just a tourist trap or whatever. Um, So we touched down. We went to four different countries. We went to Croatia, Berlin, I mean, uh, Germany, um, Italy and Switzerland. Mm -hmm. And we kind of put together a, a trip that we made sure when we were in every country, that country had a game happening yeah, yeah. so we could be on the streets with, um, you know, the fans. So we touched down in um, Croatia in this town called Pula, which is right on the water, um, right across the, uh, the the water from Italy. Italy, yeah. And they have a, a Roman Colosseum, um, which is like one of the most intact Roman, Colise- Roman Colosseums still, right? Yeah. An ancient Roman Colosseum. Um, so we're hanging out, partying, whatever. The night before the match... Um, and Croatia's opening up the World Cup against Brazil in 2014. Yep. The mayor decides that they're going to show the game in this Roman Coliseum, right on the water, whatever. So, you know, day of game, 10,000 people, you know, roll into this, you know, ancient Coliseum. In, right? in, right. in robes, waiting <laughs> yeah. to see gladiator thumbs down. <laughs> For real. Yeah, exactly. eating gladiator. Yeah, I'm like, am I part of the show? Yeah, yeah. Like, what's going to happen? He's just like, everyone act cool. Before <laughs> <laughs> no, but then that was... Um, you know, and Croatia scored first. Yeah. Flares are going off, you know. So that was like my moment where I'm like, holy shit. Like as an American, I'm like, I was wrong about soccer all along because the history and the culture and the intensity was just so present, like in that moment Yeah, yeah. that I was like, you know, and then we went on to uh, Berlin. We watched the game at, you know, Brandenburg Gate, 100,000 people. Yeah. You know, we stopped in Italy. We were in Switzerland. In Switzerland, you know, they were just like the Colombians were out there. Um, you know, so that was kind of like my um, entrance into the culture of That soccer. was your baptism. That was my baptism, right? And then, you know, I, I didn't really move on it. And then, you know, just a year and a half ago, kind of conceived this idea of starting Black Arrow. So long story short, for me, it was like I was – a little bit shitty that this whole world of soccer existed and I didn't know about it, mm-hmm. you know, and trust me, we were mad at you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Furious. <laughs> we then, almost didn't have you on the show, <laughs> <laughs> but then also everything that once you start peeling the surfaces of soccer, everything that you learn about the world yeah, from culture to history to, um, you know, Colombia or Venezuela or the Dominican Republic, just like, as you follow any lead in soccer, it's going to open up so much more information. So Absolutely. my main goal, and it's not really to necessarily get kids to play or whatever. My main goal is to kind of set, um, you know, black folks or whoever on that path to kind of discover, you know, what I discovered. Yeah. yeah. You know, cause it's like, I want to take them on that ride with me. What was, you know, one thing I really enjoy is uh, your Instagram and you do a lot of Instagram stories and you do this uh, cool thing where you, you, I mean, you legitimately tell stories in your Instagram story. And you layer it, too. And you layer it. And yeah. it's, a, it's very, very well done. It feels like uh, these easily digestible documentaries. But it, it's more about you learning things, right? Yeah. And uh, I, I can't uh, specifically remember one that I enjoyed. Obviously, they disappear after 24 hours. <laughs> but... Uh, is there one in particular? Because I, I, I don't. I, there was one that you did during the World Cup. It might have been about Panama. I don't yeah. remember specifically. Uh, but is there when you do those? Mm-hmm. Is there anyone that uh, particularly stands out where you were like, oh man, I didn't know this about for sure soccer or or, or, or black culture in soccer for sure, and it, it really stood out to me. So I'll tell you two quick stories. So um, the the name Black Arrow. Do you guys know where that came it's, from? Uh, the old player. 
there was a, a black player named uh, Black Arrow in, is it England? Close. So, uh, <laughs> Scotland. Scotland. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Scotland. Gil Scott Heron's father was a professional um, soccer player. Yeah. He came from Jamaica, right. landed in Detroit, and gave birth to Gil Scott Heron. Gil Scott Heron, obviously, the godfather of hip hop. Right. You know, um, and he ended up getting scouted by the Celtics. Right. He became the first black player to um, play for them. This is in like the 1940s or whatever. So, you Way can back imagine, you know, a black dude playing the golden um, age yeah. in <laughs> Scotland. It must have been, it must have been so easy for him. So fun <laughs> to just. It's a real breeze. Hey, come on. Welcome, welcome in, into the 18. Yeah. yeah. You know how. You know how the Scottish are just <laughs> welcoming black people since 1940. <laughs> no, nah, but it's funny. So um, the name comes. The fans had nicknamed him the Black Arrow because he was fast, whatever, yeah. right. which I just I think that's hilarious. Um, but that what it's an interesting story because I you know when you research the team and you see that they have uh, a long history of you know being very liberal and kind yeah. of promoting diversity and stuff like that, right? Um, from someone looking from the outside, if you're thinking of, you know, a team, whatever in Scotland, you're, you're kind of like, ah, you know, but then you, you think of a, a team, an organization that was maybe way ahead of its time, um, yeah. in, in doing something like that. Um, so was he the first black player in Scottish Premier League? He wasn't, he no, wasn't, okay. he wasn't, um, but to play for that team. Which was a massive team. I mean, yeah. they've, you know, Celtic and Rangers always huge. So that's yeah. a big, big deal for sure. Yeah. So we always kind of, you know, I feel like our history is a little bit um, connected to theirs. Right. Um, so we use their colors sometime. And, um, you know, Gil Scott Heron's uh, granddaughter reached out to me and said, you know, I, I love what you're doing. You know, my grandfather would be proud. So, you know, those are some of the things that have happened since starting the brand that really are important to me as, you know, a black person to be able to like connect to the history, like literally, you know, and to influence it. Um, I would say the second thing is, you know, our trip to Columbia, um, which is maybe you saw on the Instagram story. So um, for folks that don't know, during the World Cup. You went to visit Christian's family. <laughs> went to Columbia. visit part of his family. Yeah. <laughs> that kind um, of you. Thank you for bringing all those great gifts. <laughs> um, but, the, you know, it was, uh, we brought, we sold travel packages f for folks to come to Columbia during the World Cup. And it was an ode to, you know, the trip that got me into soccer. Um during the 2014 world cup. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, kind of the idea was, um, you know, you bring black folks into Columbia during the world cup. We're in um, Cartagena where, the, um, you know, the Afro Colombian community is, is based. And, um, it just, it all kind of, you bring them up to speed so much more quicker for sure. Right? They're watching the games everywhere. Um, people are going nuts. You're seeing actual black people watching soccer. Um, so, you know, that was amazing for me to learn about Afro-Colombian um, culture and history and um, you know, just one of the many things that I think that we've done to, um, you know, I think connect the diaspora and also um, just highlight, um, you know, just how dope soccer is culturally. How do you, how do you feel about, uh, and I, I, that is amazing in itself, especially mentioning like connecting the black diaspora, right? Because what is it like for you being uh, like an, an African-American male mm -hmm. being in in these 
countries where there are also black people. Right. But you, the, you know, I don't, I presume you do not speak Spanish very well. Uh, so <laughs> the culture is extremely the culture is different. African-American is a specific culture that's very different from a Afro-Cuban or a, a I, yeah. like my grandmother or like Afro-Colombian, like Christian. Because this is a thing, you know, growing up uh, and being Dominican, growing up in New York, there is a, there's a little bit of a disconnect to that black diaspora, right? right. Where, where I even know like my family they might be my skin color, maybe even a little bit darker, but mm-hmm. they would see like a black American and be like, oh, we're not like them. Right. And the we're not black, we're Dominican is a, like a, almost like a trope. Right. You know yeah. What I mean? and, yeah. And yeah, and that is a very like, stero- like Latinos don't want to consider themselves black right. and every, you know, people fall and wherever they want to fall. I'm not going to argue with people about that. Right. Uh, but what is it like sort of trying to bridge that gap and how are you received when you're there? I mean, I think you just kind of, you know, hit the nail on the head as far as why this is so important. And I think through soccer, you can get grab people's attention to teach those, you know, those yeah. type of things. Yeah. Um, but it's not that complicated. Right. So the slaves, you know, they came out West or were brought out West. Yeah. Came as, uh, yeah. <laughs> been adventurous. <laughs> you know, and we're brought He's out West. <laughs> we Google mapped it. And we're like, what's going on over there? Maybe we should find out. Free boat trip? Sure. Ow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, so, you know, they were, you know, they land, the, the slave ships landed in Colombia. Everywhere. They landed yeah. in Panama. They landed in the Caribbean, the DR. So um, I think that we kind of overcomplicate that. And I, and, and I hope towards, like, as a society, we are learning more um, about kind of the history and um, how we are all, you know, connected the, for the diaspora, you know, specifically. Like, I ask people all the time, like, is Pele black? And they'll be like, nah, he's Brazilian. I'm like, <laughs> he's as black as this microphone. Yeah, 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 for sure. And so, like, how, you know, I don't want to say brainwashed, but how miseducated are we that we could look at someone that is black as tar and say he's not black? Right. Yeah, yeah. I think that's also because... I think the first culture that I think became the first black culture that became like hugely popular was specifically almost like a New York black culture with like the explosion of hip hop and African-American culture, like on TV in the seventies and all that, which is all, you know, America first to media. So the rest of the world got to see what black culture was like almost through an American African-American culture sort of filter. And it's so different. I think it's something that's becoming so big right now. Speaking specifically of British black culture is really its own thing. Like even grime artists are like, we're not rappers. We're grime artists. And you're like, well, dog, you're just rapping faster. (laughs) Twista is a grime artist. Yeah. (laughs) Slow that beat down. You know what I mean? Uh, You got some, you got some place to be. Why are you going so fast? Why are you repeating yourself so much, bro? We heard you the first 18 times. But like you look at like British black culture, you look at Jamaican culture, which is sort of like the base of all of this. Jamaicans were Jamaicans in New York were the ones who invented hip hop and those types of parties. And then you got Jamaican black culture in, in British in Britain. And now recently, uh, what's the dude's name from the, uh, the France song, uh, dream. Thank God you said that. All right. So <laughs> that guy, like the, the uh, black uh, French artist yeah. who's uh, like sort of a black, it's a hip hop, right? Yeah, it's hip hop. Yeah, it's, a, like, it's, like, it's like future. He's like yeah. future. Okay. So like trap, we got trap yeah. out in France. Very nice. Out of the suburbs. Right. <laughs> so we get, we get that. Like all these cultures are so different, but what, one of the things they do is they all highlight sort of what happened when people were forced to go to some of those countries right. and they would now live there. Or in some of the cases in Europe, it's more of a migration issue or For more sure. of an immigration issue. But it sort of creates like this beautiful cultures all around. The base of it is the fact that they're all black, but they're also different. Are you right. finding that 
is that inspiring to see those things? Does it make it your job easier to see grime being interjected into into soccer, or does it make it more difficult to explain everything to say someone from Oakland who's like, who I don't know right. who Skepta is, right? You know what I mean? Right. No, I mean this is an amazing part of the journey, you know, which is for me to discover um, the diaspora and. It's not as different as you think, right? It comes in a different form or whatever. But when we, when I see a black dude in Columbia or I see a black dude in London or in Nigeria, you know, it's uh, we're we're much more you know similar than we are different. So I think the first thing is, um, you know, we might speak. You know, and, until I went to Columbia, I never really wanted to speak Spanish that you know that badly. And then when I was there was other black folks that I couldn't communicate with. I was like, shit, I you know maybe I should learn Spanish, but. Um, you know, our, like I said, I think we complicated it a lot. And um, I think it's a very interesting time because through technology, the diaspora is starting to kind of find one another. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing those influences with um, the hip hop guys um, using the dance hall stuff. And then um, in London, they're, you know, pulling from our hip hop stuff. And yeah. then, you know, the reggaeton, you know, reggaeton started in Panama, mm-hmm. you know, because the, um, the, they were bringing uh, black folks from the Caribbean to help build the Panama Canal. Right. And they were bringing that island vibe. And then when they localized the music in Spanish, that's what, you know, sped, spread it to the rest of, um, you know, Spanish speaking uh, world. So just real quick for all of our Puerto Rican listeners, don't listen to anything he said. You guys are <laughs> <laughs> don't let, yeah, don't tell them that. That, 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 that came from Panama. That, that's ours. That never came from Panama. That came from the Caribbean. Nah, but I that think was invented in the Bronx. <laughs> I think it's an interesting time because um, you know through soccer we can kind of get the eyes and the ears. You know, soccer is the biggest sport for Black people when you look at it globally. Yeah. Of course, yeah, right. Um, which is something that might be news to us in, in America and. Um, you know, I think that that's a big part of the brand, which is uh, connecting the diaspora. So, uh, so speaking of Panama, you you were recently there uh, for the World Cup. Panama did make their first World Cup uh, ever, yeah. Uh, and you uh, made a, a a mini documentary for uh, sure uh, about it. And uh, you know, so we'll do what we what they do on TV shows. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna roll the clip. We're gonna cut to the clip. <laughs> yeah. uh, so let, let's uh, let's play a clip for, from the from the documentary, and then uh, and then we'll talk about it. And if you check out our YouTube channel, if you want to see the clip as well. We're here watching Mexico versus Germany. Mexico's up one nothing. I just want to say, like, I feel so lucky and fortunate to be invited in, in into this house, into this community, to connect in with them at this time. It's just a big time for the country, and as an American, we're here to celebrate with the Panamanians. I think it's really important for uh, soccer fans to realize that some of these players that are playing in the United States are, are leaving um, back here a, a family and a community that really relies on them. When you see these guys playing on the field, remember that. They're not just soccer players. They're not just athletes. Um, these guys were, were born in, in the barrios um, and, and what they what they mean to the community, you can't really uh, put words to how important it is. You went to Panama. Yep. Uh, and I saw the I saw the film mm-hmm. uh, and it was a uh, I, so specifically you went to Panama and you were wearing a Red Bull jersey and you and you were kind of hi- highlighting the the Panamanian players from Major League Soccer yep. that did make it uh, yeah. and played in the World Cup. Uh, what was the experience like? I mean, watching watching the video, it felt very um, it, it felt it was a really 
captured how incredibly important it was for Panama to make the World Cup. And for me, I, I there were two things because it, re, it, remi- it reminded me very much of like Dominican Republic and mm-hmm. seeing how like m- my family grew up. Right. Uh, and you're seeing like, you know, we think of soccer players uh, and we think of millionaires and all this other stuff. MLS players probably don't make money like that. Right. But you really still see that the, that the, the players' families are not really living this lavish lifestyle. Yeah, you sure. weren't you weren't in a mansion at all. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not at all. Yeah. I stayed in a pretty nice hotel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. They got um, some dope stuff out there. Yeah, we so on you know, I we stopped off in um Panama, myself and some of my homies before the Columbia trip started. Um and you know when I found out that there was um six players in the MLS that all play for the Panamanian national team. Um, I hit up the MLS and was like, yo, can you get me these jerseys? I'm going to go down. And kind of was, you know, the idea was to, um, you know, connect in with the Panamanians and kind of um, bring, you know, show our respect to them since the U.S. wasn't in it um, as a way to um, learn about uh, how a country, you know, experiences their first ever World Cup. Yeah. You know, however long the World Cup has been around, um, you know, 80, 90 years, um, this was their first ever World Cup. So we thought it was be cool to be in Panama City um, to to see how people were experiencing that. Um, And you'll see in the video uh, what I did was I signed up for two hood tours. Nice. Um, So (laughs) I found these tours online that literally take you to like. Um, the Barrios. Yeah. 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 That right. Shouts to the gulliest tour guide. <laughs> it was the gulliest. It was the gulliest yeah. tour. Um, we everywhere, son. And um, that was sort of, I, I, just a real quick, I went, I, I went to Brazil a couple of years ago and we met a uh, cab driver who spoke English mm-hmm. and he took us to favelas. And right. I, uh, when, that was like the that's the only place I wanted to be. I wanted to go and see what it was really like. And everybody was like, "Don't you dare! You'll, right. ne- you'll never machine make- guns in the street. Yeah, yeah. Then you'll never make it out alive for sure." Uh, but he was like, "No, nah, I'll take you." And we yeah. took us to like this like warehouse where there was like a huge party, and it was like, I was like, I got to experience actual Rio de Janeiro, yeah. not just uh, the, for the, sure. all the beaches and stuff. Yeah, and that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. So you see the real culture. You see the real culture. So um, yeah, we. Uh, on one of the tours, the tour guy was like, yo, do you want to go to Fidel Escobar's house from the Red Bull? Right. And I was wearing his jersey. And I was like, hell yeah. Um, you know, so, you know, we kind of walked up, you know, big, um, you know, big kind of project building yeah. thing. His whole family's there. You know, the whole family, the family on the family on the family. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is the day before they're playing in, you know, their first ever World Cup game against Belgium, which was, you know, a body bag, but... Yeah, that's yeah. how it goes. Um, so, you know, his family invited us in to just meet them. You know, um, I got my hair cut in front of the house. They were out there, you know, uh, chopping hair. And I met his mother. I met his son. Um, I still haven't even met him. But, yeah, I think the takeaway for me was to and some of the stuff that I hope that we can bring with Black Arrow is to kind of show these uh, uh, us fans in America when you're yelling and screaming at these dudes because, you know, they, they missed the kick or something Right. like, you know, these, a lot of these guys come from nothing, you know what I mean? Um, and they can't, you can't bring your whole family just because you play from the MLS doesn't mean you can just bring your whole family yeah. Yeah, yeah. out here. Right. Um, and also like, if you were to imagine if, you know, you're from Panama, you're living in the street, you're living in the hood or whatever, like, why would you want to bring your whole family here when, you know, you guys are from this neighborhood and, 
all your right. extended relatives, yeah, yeah. and like that's where you guys grew up. Yeah. Um, so you know, I hope to kind of get that message across to humanize these guys a little bit, so that we're not seeing them just as you know soccer players, and to understand like what they're going through. You yeah, know, like for sure. His son was sitting right in there. Yeah. You know, his mom and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not like there's, you know, with them on the road in, in these hotel rooms. So, um, you know, I, I realized really early on when starting Black Arrow, like often I feel like for a lot of the black players that um, get a lot of heat and, you know, people yelling and screaming at them, like often people don't think about where these guys come from and that they come from rich cultures. Um, and right. if you if you can kind of research and understand these cultures, I think you'll you know be able to um, understand these folks better um, and and humanize them a little bit. Obviously, sure. they're humans. What the what the hell is that? Yeah, yeah, it it, it <laughs> so there's so many like uh, parallels. Like I think about my family. Like my grandparents. Uh, like the, you know they're in their 90s, mm-hmm. and my and my mom is always worrying about them, and uh, like has always thought about either bringing them here or moving them to like a nicer place right. in in Dominican Republic, and they're like no. Yeah. We're not leaving. We're like, it's, like, yeah. it's it's by American <laughs> standards, it's horrible. Everything yeah. is bad. There's no hot water. This yeah. is like this stroke. But they're like, no, we're not, we're not going to leave. Yeah. That was it's similar to my grandmother and grandfather when they had to leave Cuba. You know, they came, they went to Newark. They picked Newark, uh, and they were like, this seems like a nice place, and they were wrong. <laughs> uh, but you know, when as everyone got older, my mother and my aunt, my uncle, they were like, well, you guys can move to a different neighborhood. And my grandmother was like, why? I get the bus right there, and. I go get the Spanish food right. I like at the store and right. there's other Latinos here. Like, why would I ever move here? And the rest of us were like, should we not pack our bag? <laughs> should we <laughs> unpack? Uh, it, you, but the thing you mentioned about the players, like, and screaming at them, it remind, I don't know if you saw this, uh, the other, uh, the game between Rebels and Atlanta United. Uh, remember we were talking about Gaynor McCann uh, last week, of uh, uh, Chris McCann's wife? Yes. Who was uh, very vocal on Twitter. And she, she claps back for her man. She definitely did that. And he uh, he he had the, the penalty call because yeah. he had the handball. And she was apparently at a at a bar watching the game when her, her husband was not having the best game. <laughs> and she was with, uh, I think she has a son or maybe one or two kids or something like that. And everybody was like seriously shitting on Chris McCann. Yeah. And she, and she put on Twitter, she was like, last time I ever go uh, to a bar to watch a game because everybody was just, you know, being disrespectful towards like, you, it's cl- I'm clearly his wife. Maybe you can tone it down right. uh, yeah. <laughs> about that. But she had like a, a kind of bunch of arguments with people on Twitter and then she ended up deleting her account. Oh uh, man. Right, so, which is, which is a shame. All right. All right. the gulliest wag. Yeah. We were giving you props. Come back to Twitter, man. Or come on our show. <laughs> she's like, the, the wife and the kid are on before yeah, Chris McCann is. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but it is, it, it is, it, it is about human, humanizing the player. I understand. It happens to me all the time. I, I yell at, you know, the players all the time. And I very, oh, I, rarely... say I yell at the players' wives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know where I get this kid out of this bar. Uh, no, but you, you know, you do it and you very rarely think about like, like where they're from or that the fact that they're playing to put food on the table of like, you know, 18 people in a small yeah. house in yeah. Panama. You very rarely think of that. You know, we so. did an interview that's going to come out in a few weeks. Um, we sat down with Romario Williams, who's um, plays for Atlanta yeah, United yeah. and he's um, Jamaican. Yeah. Um, and he, you know, we was telling this story. Romario. Romario. <laughs> very Jamaican. Right? Um, you know, he was telling us when he first um, came to the, uh, when he first started playing professionally, he was playing up in Canada. And it was cold as hell. Yeah. And, you know, he's from Jamaica. He's, um, you know, was playing in South Florida before that. 
And he was like, that was very hard to, you know, it's like cool runnings. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah, it's yeah. hard to right. adjust. And you, you might not be thinking about that when you're just watching the game. But, you know, this dude is away from his whole family. He's cold as hell. Right. You know, it's a different environment. Sure. You know? He's like, why are we playing in shorts? <laughs> <laughs> Whose idea was this? Get me a parka. Oh, yeah. now, now I think about it, the, the title of the movie, Cool Runnings, would be better for a Jamaican soccer team playing in Canada than... <laughs> A bobsled team Doesn't you make any Cool running soccer I'm sure there's a neighborhood I don't know about in Toronto That's just filled with Jamaicans Let's get there it is. Let's figure this out We got a second We got a new Cool Runnings too. So uh, Aaron Thank you so much For being on the show man Now the video is coming out While people are hearing this Yeah, yeah. right now So yep. go to which YouTube channel um, Black Arrow FC Black just, Arrow yep. FC And uh, where do people Where can people follow you On Twitter and Instagram And all that um, Everything is Black Arrow FC Instagram is Black Arrow underscore FC Everything else is At Black Arrow FC You'll find us Yeah And uh, like Like uh, Alexis mentioned earlier The party That we went to I mean There's more There's there's content But there's also Dope ass parties If Black <laughs> Arrow Is throwing a party In your area <laughs> You need to be you there You need to be there Which we got one coming up Right we Yeah have a this watch Sunday party. We're doing a watch party For Man City uh, Liverpool Pool right here in New York. Okay. So an opportunity Where, to where's it at and what time? It's at uh Rise New York. Um which is third and what? Which is third in uh third Ave, Murray Hill. Okay. Um so starts at eleven. We're gonna have brunch, play some music, watch the game, just kick it, you know? All right. Yeah. So come out. We're so gonna be I'm gonna be there. Are you gonna be there? I'm, uh, I'll, be I'll there. most likely be there. Okay. He's not gonna be there. <laughs> most likely. <laughs> I yeah, what is that? Twenty <laughs> Third and third and thirtieth. There you go. Between thirtieth and 29th. Okay, not far from where we are right now. Yeah, uh, not at all. So Aaron Dolores uh, at Black Arrow FC at Black Arrow underscore FC on Instagram. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, thank you so we'll, much. We'll do a little outro. You've seen the show before, uh, so you know how it works. Yep. Uh, so my name for Aaron Dolores. My name is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Guerrero. And together, what are we? The, the Cooligans. Cool 